Welcome to Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntonisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Ekabo! Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Welcome back to Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring the Orisha and Ifa wisdom. So I am Ia Ekundayo, Efundomi Sin. I am so excited that you're here. And I hope you've had an opportunity to listen to the last three episodes of this podcast. To one, the first one just shares a bit why, why is this podcast coming into existence? And then a little bit about my journey, very little about my journey, but hopefully get a little bit of context for where I'm coming from. Uh, this last episode, I talked about your journey. Uh, for things that you want to be mindful of. And today I'm going to talk about spiritual homes. And this is going to be a little bit of an extension from our last, the last podcast. But I, I've been thinking a lot about this because, and I could be wrong. So I'm also going to put that disclaimer up. I'm sure my elders who are listening may have greater insight into this. But one of the things that I've experienced and seen is this idea of possessiveness in um, in the tradition. And I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, but possessiveness may or may not be the right word. When I say I'm getting in trouble with it, like some of my elders probably like, yeah, no, that's not, that's not right, yeah. But I want to talk about something that I've observed and something that I believe we need to be mindful of, especially if you're a newer student, if you're if you're a seeker, if you're trying to learn to understand, uh, and that is your spiritual home. So when you think about your spiritual home, what are some of the things you imagine? Like, do you imagine it's a community where everyone is cordial and, and collegial and helpful? Is it a community where everyone is diligently learning and studying? Is it a community that you come together physically in the same place or you're virtual, which is so much more now since the pandemic? But what does that spiritual home need to have in order to really feed you, to be able to create for you a place where you can, you can kind of take your pack off, take your, you know, your heavy load off and feel safe and cared for and respected as well as ex- learn and grow and expand? So one of the questions to ask yourself is, what how what do i feel like what is this what 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 am i looking for in a spiritual community and so that's the first thing to have clear in your head as you're as you're moving forward on this journey and then the second thing is is when you when you start looking you know say if you came to to my ile ile ifa otua orire and you want to not just kind of like kick to the curb what you imagined you want your spiritual community to be. So in our Ile, uh, we study. 
we are learning because I'm committed to people being competent and confident in this tradition because I wasn't for a long time. And I still have areas of uh, that I still need to continue to study and grow. And that is just an Ifa or Risha. It is a lifelong journey. It is not one and done for sure. And so, you know, when you're thinking about an environment, if you want a place where it's kind of, you know, important, study is really important, learning is really important, and that's the focus, then we might be a good fit for you. But if you want something where it's more like a party atmosphere and I learn a little bit every once in a while, but like I want it to be loosey-goosey, then we wouldn't probably be the best place for you. If you're really committed to whatever spiritual traditions or practices that you already have, you just want to kind of incorporate Orisha Ifa tradition into it, like, you know, I'm going to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and a little bit of this over here, and a little bit of that, and that's what's going to work for me. We probably won't be the best Ile for you because my commitment is to stay as well aligned as I can with my lineage. And I'll be talking about lineages in future episodes. So, you know, being able to be in an environment, if, if your desire is, you know, you want to take all the different traditions and practices and you're just sort of adding Ifa Arisha in as like another add-on, like we wouldn't work well for you because I would be end up saying during teachings and, and work like, yeah, so this is how we do it in this lineage. And it's important to abide by that so that we're abiding by the lineage from which we're all coming or which I'm coming from. So your spiritual home. The other thing is around this idea of possessiveness. Now, sorry, shifting gears to now, let's say you join an Elay and you know, you're there maybe a year or two or three or four. And maybe you start to realize, you know, maybe things shifted in the Elay, maybe you need more of something that you're not getting. Maybe you're feeling stifled. You're a woman and you're being told you can't do anything. You're not allowed to do anything, which is not accurate, uh, depending on the lineage you're in, I might add. Uh, and so you start to you start to like try to go look and go find something. But then you kind of get hit by this feeling of like you're stepping out on your elay. <laughs> you're being, you know, you're cheating on your elay. And that that experience has been created a lot. And I don't quite understand it. I have been in it a couple of times. So that's why I'm speaking from um, I'm speaking from that position of experience. But it does happen. And when you feel like you can't have a conversation with the Ianifa or Babalao or Olorisha, who is part of whatever Ile, you know, the spiritual leader of that Ile, when you feel uncomfortable with that, that is something to really pay attention to. This is, in my opinion, this is not a dictatorship. It is a place where spiritual leaders, people who've, who've developed a certain understanding or level of understanding are in a place to you know, gather people and learn and teach and grow together so to make a great impact on people's lives and on the planet. But if you feel uncomfortable, I want to just say that our spiritual homes, we're, we're not here to be possessive. We don't own anybody, right? Each, each person who comes into an Ile comes of their, should come of their own volition and should stay as long as it is 
beneficial. In Nigeria, it is no such thing as someone staying for nine, you know, 50 years with the same Babalao Ianifa who is their teacher. It just doesn't exist. Young people sometimes will learn from their families. And then at a young age, maybe 10 years old, they can be sent to another spiritual leader's house where they then basically apprentice for a number of so many years, right? Then when they've mastered and they've gone through the mastery checks of whatever that particular spiritual leader is teaching, they may go on to the next sort of advanced level. Maybe they're going to go learn plant medicine somewhere. Or maybe they're going to learn more about particular rituals or particular areas of specialization within the tradition so that they can be, you know, they can confidently and confidently help people and help the community. But the important thing is, is that there is not ownership. There is not possession. And here in the diaspora, that has happened. You know, and I, and I, so one of the things that I say, well, you might say, okay, yeah, how, how do we mitigate that? I would say it's important to really self-reflect and to get clear on what you need and clear on having conversations with your spiritual leaders. Sometimes, remember, spiritual leaders are just people. We're just people who've, you know, had a different experience, have been required to step forward in a different way or have been asked to step forward in a different way, but we're just people. (laughs) We're not gods. And so, and we're fallible, very fallible, because again, we're just people. And so it's important to recognize there is no such thing as possession. I have not, I mean, sorry, being possessiveness, right? Because possessiveness turns into not feeling good. People don't feel good when they feel possessed. Uh, And there's no ownership. Um, I know there can be dynamics because, uh, you know, some people want really large followings or, you know, really large elays. And it is people's livelihood. In Nigeria, I know it is people's livelihood, even for people, for working priests who are here in the diaspora, it is their livelihood. So obviously having people that are part of the, their elay is important. And our spiritual, as I was told when I was very stuck, my spiritual growth is my responsibility. It is nobody else's responsibility. And as it was shared with me is, if upon my transition from this physical plane. I am going and I am reconciling all of all that I was here to do. And I was here to be a practicing Ianifa. And I said, well, you know, I couldn't be a practicing Ianifa because I, well, because I was under this Elay and I couldn't, I, you know, I just needed to do that. I just need to be part of that Elay, but there wasn't room for me to do anything else. As was said to me directly when I was struggling with this, um, your spiritual growth and development is your responsibility. And so if you find yourself in a position where you are feeling like you're you're not growing and expanding in the way that your ori is asking of you, then you have to make sure that you have those communications, get clear first and have those communications and, and transition um, to you know, to whatever you need to whatever you need, um, but there is no ownership. Again, that is my opinion. I might have some of my elders who may say differently. You know, not ownership necessarily, but you know, there there it is important to be uh, committed though 
So wherever you are and whatever elate is important to be fully committed to what is being taught. So I'm not advocating like skip here, skip there. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like this. Oh, he said that to me. Oh, she did that to me. Oh, no, I'm not advocating that. I am advocating maturing, developing yourself. And I will say each and every one of us gets to a point where we're no longer being fed by that environment or we're no longer able to feed that environment and get fed back. And so it is then the time for us to transition. This is kind of grow and release. As a Ianifa, something that I tell um, the members of our Ile all the time is that there will come a time when it's time for you to, to move to another level. And I want you to know right now as you're coming in that it is okay that I recognize that moving to another level is important, just like going and getting a promotion at your job, right? We don't stay, some, some of us do, but we're going to you know, search and look for those opportunities to be promoted, to move to something different because we want to continue to learn and to grow. Um, and then the other part is just preparation. Whatever spiritual home that you choose for yourself, ensure that you're prepared for the commitment to that ile. Um, that you're prepared to, um, to to do the things that are necessary to be a member of the community. Uh, it is, you know, it is not uh, it is not appropriate to come and just hang out and absorb the knowledge and information and not give back. So be prepared to be a full participating community member. It makes everything like as a ianifa. Like I'm so excited when people are sharing and growing and looking to evolve, right? Um, because it really gives me a fire as well. So hopefully this was helpful for you just when you're thinking about your spiritual home. Um, possessiveness is not is not a an appropriate experience where you don't feel where you feel like you're bound there and you can't you can't shift or move or find other places to learn. Um, this is really grow and release like you know, find, grow as much as you can, develop your character, develop your character, develop your, uh, develop your competence, develop your confidence. And then you'll get to a point where you need to learn other things, maybe even just from other voices. And so make sure you're in an environment where you can do that. And then finally, just prepare, prepare for the commitment to be part of an ELE. So I hope you found this helpful today about spiritual homes. And if you have really enjoyed this, like it on your favorite podcast, share it with a friend and subscribe. That's probably backwards. Like, subscribe and share. <laughs> uh, again, this is Ia Ekundayo. Thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to seeing you uh, next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths Exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom Podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.